0: You're listening to the Overeaters Anonymous Mid-Peninsula podcast. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. For more information, please visit oamidpeninsula.org. I am Arizu and I am compulsive overeater. Thank you. I'm uh, originally from Iran, and I'm talking to you from Toronto right now. Uh, th- they told me to start. How was I? Like, what was I look like? What happened to me, and how I am now? Uh, what was I look like? It was um, more than my appearance. It was my angers to show, to to to, to be shown to people before I comes to to the like to the like crowd to the people my angers my hates like all the bad emotions that i was carrying with my myself would go first and after that i was like very fat like i was two times of now i was like like two times of a normal like normal even chubby people and um I had so much fear. I had so much hate. I didn't talk like I was um, in fight with my father. I was just 20. Like, Let me clarify it. But when I came to OA, I was 20. But in like 20 years, I was like not talking to my father for eight years. Eight years, like a half of my life, I d- didn't talk to him because I had so much anger, so not even a word. And when I came to OA, I, I didn't came to OA with 320 pounds. I came to OA after losing like um I think like, like 60, 70 pounds. I tried my best to lose weight, and after that I understood that I am powerless over food. I was um like you would see I was successful, but I wasn't after trying hard. I understand that I cannot do it anymore. It was like all the best I could do. I could just I could just I could just lose like 70 pounds, not anymore. And I still was so fat and I needed to lose weight. And I came to OA. Actually, my mom came to OA to help me, and it works. Like after a year, I attend to OA and what happened to me was, I, I can't say it, it was just a miracle. It was really just a miracle, you know. Um, my first sponsor was like my father. It was like the new relationship with someone, like as a father who, I built a new loving relationship with one person in my life. Like he tried to, to teach me the steps and I was listening to him. I was really following him. And uh, I can remember I was fighting with him sometimes because the things that he would suggest to me wasn't the things that I used to do, and sometimes I was shouting at the phone like I hate you, I hate this program, and I'm not sure if it is working. And then I would say, okay, but I am sure my way is not working. I was sure my way is not working, but I wasn't sure if they were with work or no. But at least it I could give them a try because I couldn't be more miserable than what I was. So. It's okay. Let's try it. And really, uh, like before OA, um, I, I'm more comfortable with telling you the kilograms. I was 100, 146 kilograms. And in two years before OA, I lost three, uh, three, 30 kilograms. When I came to OA, I was 160 kilograms. And It was really a miracle. In the first year, in my first anniversary, I was 76, 75 kilogram. And I didn't understand how that happened. I I, even, when people ask me, what is your food plan? I tell them, you know what, I I lost all my weight when I was eating so much more than now. I was eating so many things that I am not eating for years as now, but I was eating in that time, but I was losing the weight what happened i can say i was just listening and following you know for me step 1 is like the most important step you know uh, i was accepting that i'm powerless all my father's side family are fat like if you see that like, even like the younger one who is five years old my one of my cousins is five years old but we have to buy like the 12 years old dress for for her all of them from my youngest us, cousin to my grandfather we are all like always but the thing is they whenever we are eating they are saying oh my god we are so overeating and they are eating at the same time when they are saying for me the difference of step one was accepting that you are powerless over food we just saying that they are so different we sometimes just say oh yeah i am so fat but i don't accept that i have a problem with food or oh, it told me that I really have a problem with it. The first lesson that I learned from, from a sponsor in a way was I I left the first meeting, I came home and I got the phone number of a, of a woman there. And she's my sponsor now. You know, this is how this program is. We are helping each other. After years, she got my sponsor. I was her. She was my first sponsor in that time. I got home and I just texted. her, you know what? I just ate my lunch, but I am having a fruit right now, but I'm full. I don't know why I'm having that. And she asked me, I was thinking like she would say, oh, my God, no, don't eat. You will get But she just asked me, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you. She said, no, how are you really? And I was like, I am fine. I just just one of my friends canceled an appointment just now. I feel like a little like I didn't want this to get canceled at the last minute. And she said, okay, what did you feel there? I feel like, okay, I feel like she don't like me. Or she said, okay, see this feeling instead of eating there. And it was the first step. I didn't want to eat that fruit anymore. And it was the question that I asked myself every time that I wanted to follow the program. I'm not saying that I always follow the program. No, sometimes I, I, I told you I relapse, but whenever any day, it was on one day at a time. Any day that I was following the program before eating something out of my food plan, I would ask myself, how are you doing, Arizu? How are you feeling? What are you thinking about? What do you need right now? Because as a compulsive overeater, whenever you ask me, what do you need? I would say I need something to eat anytime. Even like if you wake me up from like middle of the night me what do you need? I would say like, give me something to eat it's like the first response that I have automatically for any emotion, any needs, any feeling any thoughts even when I am thirsty I want to eat something before that and I lo- I lost the like the extra weight in the first year of the program and then at this from like the second to fourth year I was trying to find a shortcut in OA uh, like another miracle happened in the first like year let me tell you. I had so much anger and resentment toward my father and everyone in my life. And my I told my sponsor, like, I want to eat that. I want, and he told me, you know what? You should write the step four. And I was like, what is wrong with you? I am telling you, I want to eat something. You are telling me to write this to write the step four. He said, Yeah. And I write it down. And after that, whenever I was like, I, I wanna eat more, I want to add this in my food. And he would, he told me, you know what? you need to talk to your father. And I was like, I will never talk to my father. It's eight years that I didn't talk to him and I will never forgive him my And he said, okay, do whatever you want. But if you don't talk to your father, you will relapse very soon because you cannot carry this much anger and resentment and having abstinence at the same time. You cannot, you will fail very soon. And I was like, okay, what, what do I tell him? He said, "Tell your emotion." I was, I would, I would tell him I hate him. He said, "Okay, just call him and say that." And you cannot believe me. I called my father after eight years, and he talked, he cried like for hours, and like after two hours, he told me, "Oh, Arezu, do you want to tell me anything?" And it was like it was like a homework I wanted to do in that moment. I was like, "Yes, yes, I want to say something." He said, "Okay, tell me, Daddy." I said, "I hate you." but you may not believe me i feel like i lost 100 pounds it was all the emotion that i was carrying for years and that that was was like opening the door i have like my father my father just called me in the middle of the meeting like do you want to come to us don't be home late, like alone and there's new relationship like gets built between us you know i ca- i talk to him and the resentment angers hate everything goes because um despite what i was thinking i in a step four i understand my own inventory as a child that i i like get this much resentment for like uh, it wasn't on my business it was on my mom and my dad's business and like all of these things i saw it on my step four and i tried to be honest at any time that i wanted to be like to hate everyone i wanted to be angry to be angry you know i didn't want to let them go i didn't want to forget people because they were working for me i like to go with my friend outside and say how bad are these people how they ruined my i really like that and i didn't know what else i can do i really didn't know like the new when you see in the in the like um, in, in, I think, um, introduction to one of the pamphlet, we say the new way of living. It is really the new way of living. When my sponsor told me, when you are going to your friend, try not to gossip, I was like, okay, so I try not to go because I don't know what to say. We are not gossiping or we are not shouting or we are not talking about bad people. How they, what should we say? He said, just like, just talk about yourself. Just talk about your feelings. Just just be in the present with your friend. Just stop talking. It's, it's okay if you don't talk and be with someone besides and just look at them. It was a really new way of thinking. It was a really new way of living. And uh, in the in years four, like two to four, I was trying hardly to find a shortcut in OA, to have some foods that I like. and control my weight. I was trying hard to do that. It was like, I want to be in a size small and medium, but at the same time, I want to have a little of that, that food, that food. I tried a lot. And then I again went to the new, uh, new view of step one that I am really powerless. It was the first time that my sponsor told me, how if you stop eating sugar? I was like, you know what? I will die. I am sure I will die if I stop sugar. It's like I disliked. I told her, this life cannot be sweet without having. I don't like, like this like sewer life. I want sweet life. And this life will not be sweet anymore. He said, just try it. And I was, I, I remember I went to the climbing and I cried a lot. I meditate and I say, said bye to sugar. I don't know how many years it's now, but it's really gone. I even, I have like so many chocolate in my room. And when my friends came and say, "Yo, how different are type of chocolate that you have? And I say, you know why? You know why I have this much of chocolate? Because just because I don't eat them. Because if I eat them, I will have nothing. I can not finish them in a, in an hour, and I started to remove the food that I'm allergic. It wasn't just just a sugar. It was like I see like okay, this is sugar, white flour, so many things, even so many things that my my sponsor was okay with them, but I saw that I have a problem with it. It, it was like I saw like how uniquely is going this program, and after that I saw like. The energy that I was wasting to have the specific amount of that foods, which are triggering me, to control my weight at the same time, I can use that energy to build my spiritual and mental growth. And then I I goes another step. I grow a lot. I worked in another part of my life than just keeping my weight, just controlling my weight, just my body, my physique. It was like kind of, real, I'm really happy with the food that I'm not eating. I feel like they are just poison for me. I am allergic to them. Other people are fine and enjoy and have fun, but they are not mine. First days when I was like throwing the foods, I was feeling like I'm throwing my friends, my, my babies. Like When they were in a, in a fridge, I was throwing like they are calling me. I should go and tell them how much I love them. But now I'm feeling my enemy are calling me feeling like the poison I calling me and I am honest with myself and you know it I had a problem because I I was like young I was dating with a guy with guys and I was like If they want to give me ice cream, how can I say no? They will think I'm crazy. They will not be like to be with me anymore. But it was like, it was funny. Even the guys was accepting me. I can remember one of them called me a day after and he told me, you know what? I am trying not to eat this food. I feel like it's so luxury to have a food plan. And how I never think about that. It's like you are feeling you are so worthy for yourself. I want to be like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can't see this. This is the new way of thinking. Instead of feeling like I am so poor and bad luck to have this disease, I really feel that I am so grateful. I'm so blessed to have one alarm in myself that it alarmed me. It gave me alarm whenever anything is wrong with me. I feel I want to eat more. And in, instead of just suppressing this alarm, I go and check the alarm. What, what was the fire that it is telling me? What was my needs? What was my emotion then? And then what happened to me? I immigrated to Canada. And I I had relapse in, in my, in my immigration, t- immigration part, but I was still in touch with OA. I still had the sponsor. I relapsed and then another sponsor helped me. and. What I, what I know in that time, I couldn't, I couldn't live without the program. I knew that I couldn't, and I had a very, very bad depression. I even like thinking to to do a suicide because of the depression but it was like funny even even a day that I wanted I really wanted to die I didn't eat sugar in that <laughs> I always think if I want to die I will have one piece of sweet and then I will like. but even in that day I know that it will not work it will not make anything better I know that and then what happened to me I have thousands friends how thousand, I really have so many friends i really have so many friends i am in touch with my you know in that time before I, it was just me and my mom no connection with any family now i am connected with all my mom's family all my father's like even my mom's even my stepmom's family i'm connected to them all and i love them all and i i'm feeling loved by them i have so many friends and, I am in Toronto. I was going to to Vancouver. It's like six hours flight from here. And I told my father, "You know what? I want to see one of my friends that there." And he said, "What? Where? How you can find a friend in Vancouver, in another side of the Canada?" I even like have just one in twenty years. It was my fr- my program friends. I have friends everywhere, and I'm grateful for that. I'm really grateful for the for the big family that I have. When I immigrated to Canada, the first I came to my father, my father was living in Canada. I came to my father home, but I felt home when I went to OA meeting and like a chubby man at the in front of the door told me, welcome home. I was really feeling he's my grandfather and I really come home. Even in the other like side of the world, even the guy who I don't know who was, what was his name, but I was really feeling the home. And I'm happy for having this program. I'm happy to have this. And I'm still a compulsive overeater. This is so important to remember. Every day, I am still a compulsive overeater. And every single meal, I need to know what I'm going to eat. Otherwise, I can see, even though I have like abstinence for three years now, it's still something beside my ears are telling me, how about having that? How about having this? I was like, some of my fruits was destroyed i was just cleaning that and it reminded me a special like sweet in iran and i was like oh my god i will make it i will do this i will Uh, in iran when the girls get married they have like for the celebration then the day after marriage they give like a special sweet to the woman and this fruit was for that i was thinking oh my god i should get married so fast because i really need to have that sweet and i Just record the voice to my sponsor. I said, you know what? I am in a danger of getting married unexpectedly just because of having this sweet. It really may happen to me. I am this much compulsive overeater. And then I just said, okay, imagine you ate it and it's finished and you wash your teeth and it's done. Just it's done, it's finished. You are okay. Just try everything that can make my mind busy is not good for me. I want my mind to be free of free of eating. And uh, just the last things I want to mention, I learned in OA, for me, food plan is, I need to know a day before or like a days before what I want to eat, how much I want to eat, and when I want to eat. This is the meaning of food plan for me. And whenever I'm like out of this, like, okay, I gonna try this, or okay, now it's not my time, but okay. This is meaning like something is like, I don't want to label it by relapse, but it it is an alarm for me. And the first time that I noticed that I am overeater, I was five years old in kindergarten. All the kids was 20 kilograms. All of them was between 18 to 20. And I was 30. I was like one and a half of it. But thank God, I am like 73, 72 kilograms right now. And I'm not perfect and I'm so far from being perfect, but I'm happy with who I am right now. Thank you so much.